Welcome everyone to the My Bible Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. I'm very excited to be here today. We are talking about becoming pure awareness. We're going to be looking into the Bible today to see what it means to really be aware of everything around us and see it through the eyes of God and through a spiritual lens instead of a lens of the world. This is going to be the perfect addition to yesterday's episode, which was the first in our series this week, Get Your House in Order. We're going to roll the intro and then come back and dive right into the lesson. You don't want to miss this one. Roll the intro. Welcome to the MyBible.Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. In this tribe, we believe God reveals secrets to us and we expect spiritual treasure. The kingdom of God is in our midst, inside us and around us. We are thankful to have been given much and know we will receive even more. We renew our minds daily through scripture and the power of prayer. We manifest our faith through thought, emotion, prayer, and action. We believe the Word of God is highly effective and sharper than any sword. Welcome and smash that subscribe button. Welcome back, everyone. Cub Cooker here. I'm your host and mentor. Now, I want to start every episode by saying I am not a Bible scholar. I am not a pastor. I just love ministry, and I started this ministry because I wanted to bring truth to the world and i wanted to do that through the internet i feel like i'm called to the virtual wilderness and that's where this ministry was born from and we have an incredibly quickly growing community here at mybible.works if you'd like to join the community it's over on www.mybible.works and you can join completely for free the idea behind the community is I'm not a pastor, I'm a mentor, you're a mentor, and everyone in the community is a mentor. You can go over there and meet a lot of incredible people and start your journey of diving deeper into the Bible. So we're going to go over to the slideshow today and get the episode going as we do every single day here on the show. 1 Corinthians 6.19 in the ESV says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. And so what does this mean as we look today at the idea of becoming pure awareness? This is a deeper subject than being woke or being awake or uh, just recognizing what's really going on around us. This is the ability to recognize deception to test spirits as the Bible talks about, to actually look through a spiritual lens and see through the eyes, the heart, and the will of our Father. And so this is an amazing thing. The more we practice this, the more we focus on this, the more we become this, the easier it becomes. And we become where we operate in this as a part of our being. So that's why I wanted to start with 1 Corinthians six nineteen, so that we all know that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within us. It is from God and we are not our own. So we can start with this knowing and start to look differently at the things around us, the things that happen to us and around us and through us. We can look at them knowing that our body is a temple knowing knowing that the holy spirit is within us and that we have it from our 
from God our Father. And so this is an incredible realization. Once you realize this and start to operate in this, this is something I'm starting to understand. The idea that my body is a temple was always sold to me when I was a kid. And I thought, okay, eat your vegetables, don't eat dirt or rocks. And then when you're a teenager, it's like, okay, don't drink alcohol, don't have sex with a bunch of random people. Uh, You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. But when you really get this, you really want to protect the temple. And you'll know what I'm talking about at the end of this episode. Uh, And so I, I encourage you to think on this verse as we go through this. Think about your body as a temple. This is the Get Your House in Order series. We're working through the acronym FATHOM. When things happen in our lives that we cannot fathom, when things happen in the world we cannot fathom, we can go to the acronym FATHOM. Faithful, aware, tending, helping, overflowing, and moldable. And so today we're going to talk about how to be aware in scary times according to the Bible and God's word. And if you notice, I separate God's word here. And, and you'll see why. If you watched our prayer series, you'll understand that uh, God's word is not necessarily the text that's in the Bible. The Bible is the scripture. I believe it is God-breathed. But we're going to see that the word is slightly different than that. And it makes it all the more powerful when we know why God's word is God's word. 2 Peter 3, 1 through 18. This is now the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God." We can look to this and remember that even though the prophets have fallen asleep, even though that the Bible, by all intents and purposes, is an ancient document that we don't have a whole lot of connection to today on paper, we can look at it and know that God has a promise for us and we can start to see things that others don't see by continually reading the word, the Bible, by continually operating in the word, as we'll talk about in a minute, we can see that even though those before us have passed on and things in the world are seemingly moving along fine, even though we go through cycles and we have wars and we have economic collapse and then we have good times and jubilee and then we we flow through these cycles we have that promise that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of god and we will look at that in just a minute 
Psalm 119, 18-19 in the Christian Standard Bible. Open my eyes so that I may contemplate wondrous things from your instruction. I am a resident alien on earth. Do not hide your commands from me. This is a beautiful prayer that we can ask God right now. We're not of this world. We know that we are created in divinity. We know that we are beings of light. We know that we are the chosen ones. We know that we are God's own flock. And so we can ask him to not hide his commandments from us. These commandments are not just an old stone tablet of dogmatic rules. These commandments are everything that God operates in. All of the laws, all of the love, all of the creativity, all of the connectivity. And ask him not to hide that from us. Habakkuk 2, 14 For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I am seeing this happen. And if your eyes are open, you can start to see this happening too. That more and more people are being filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Just like the water covers the sea. This ministry is making it out into the ethos, out into the internet out into your home, out into your tablet or your phone or your car right now. And so as the waters cover the sea, God is filling the earth with the knowledge of his glory. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 in the ESV, But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. What a beautiful, beautiful thought. As it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. We have no idea our wildest dreams, our deepest, most spiritual experiences on this earth. We have no idea what he has prepared for us that love him. Romans 8, 7 in the Christian Standard Bible, the mindset of the flesh is hostile to God because it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it is unable to do so. If you are struggling with seeing what I'm talking about on this earth, if you're struggling with seeing the glory of God, if you're struggling with this duality in your life of wanting to believe but operating in fear, wanting to have faith but operating in over-preparedness or this OCD mentality that every box has to be checked or you're falling into depression. I urge you and myself and everyone to stop and submit to God's law, to the law of love to the law of creation, to the law of oneness, to the law of we are his church. Submit to what you can't see. Submit to what we don't understand. Prepare for 
what we have no idea about. Deuteronomy 29, 3-4 in the CSB. You saw with your own eyes the great trials and those great signs and wonders. Yet to this day the Lord has not given you a mind to understand, eyes to see, or ears to hear. What point in our lives have we seen the glory of God, the great signs and wonders, the miracles, the prayers answered? And yet we still don't have a mind to understand or eyes to see or ears to hear. And God, we pray that you open our minds to the reality of you, to the oneness of you, where we can see clearly our place in the vast plan that you have laid out, in your vast programming of the universe, in your vast knowing and tying of all things together. We thank you for that, Lord. And we ask that you would uncover the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of all of us listening right now so that we may step into a deeper knowing of who you are and begin to operate and take action in our lives from that place of knowing. Luke 8, 9 through 13 in the English Standard Version. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand now the parable is this the seed is the word of god the ones along the path are those who have heard then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved and the ones on the rock are those who when they hear the word receive it with joy now this is a two-fold verse right here jesus had just told a parable to the disciples and they were questioning him on it he reveals to them that they have knowing that the secrets of the kingdom of god had been revealed to them yet for others these were just disregardable parables and stories and yarns that he was spinning so that they could see them, but they did not see. They could hear them, but they did not hear. And so quite literally what Jesus is saying here is that these stories, these parables are designed to call out his tribe so that those with eyes to see and ears to hear, hear it, understand it, and follow it. And we can ask for that today, guys. If you've ever struggled understanding the scriptures or questioned it, ask God to open your eyes to it and reveal it to you. He is so faithful to step in and he will give us all good things, most especially when they are pure spiritual requests. Now the parable, as he lays it out here, of the seeds being sown, he talks about the devil coming in and stealing away the word from their hearts. Now, what is the word? I promised I would bring this back up. 
And the word used here in this scripture is logon. This is a noun, a masculine singular noun. And okay, this comes from Strong's uh, dictionary here. Um, and I use all these different tools to look all this up. You guys can go check them out. I think I got this one from blueletterbible.com. But this means a topic, a reasoning, a motive, a computation, specifically the divine expression. So quite literally in that last verse, the devil is stealing from them. Not the Bible, not the scriptures, but the word of God, the divine expression, computation, the operating system, the ability to see things that others don't, the ability to start operating out of them and manifesting a reality that reflects the kingdom of God. The divine expression. Do not let the devil steal your divine expression. Ask God to open it fully and open your eyes to the world unseen, to the secrets of his kingdom, to see deception clearly, to see love all around us and operate in that divine expression. Ephesians 4.18, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. And I've got a guy here working on a computer and I work on a computer all day long and I know how tempting it is to look to the world wide web for the answers instead of stopping and looking within and calling God into my life and allowing him to step in and provide the answers I need. What a hard heart we have when we go to Google first instead of God. Ezekiel 12 in the Christian Standard Bible, Ezekiel dramatizes the exile. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, you are living among a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but do not see, and ears to hear, but do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. We see this theme of eyes to see and ears to hear continually embodied in the words in the scripture. And I believe as we go through this study, one of the things we should really hold on to is the idea that we can so easily be blinded. The devil can so easily come in and steal that divine computation, that divine expression from us. Don't let God die inside of you because you choose to go look elsewhere for answers because you choose to see division rather than unity because you choose fear rather than faith. These are easy words to say, but we must exercise them lest we be a rebellious house. 
Luke 24, 44 through 45 in the CSB, he told them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Let's meditate on that for just a moment. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Father, if, if there is one thing we ask today, we ask that you would open our minds so that we can understand your scriptures, so that we can operate out of your divine expression, out of your word in our lives. We often worry about losing the house or the loved one or the car. We worry about the job. We worry about the health report or the finances. Yet do we ever think on losing your very word inside of us, your very divine expression, the computation that you have created in all things that we can operate in through love, through the sacrifice of your Son. Let us all today have open minds to understand the Scriptures. John 16, 13, as we wrap up the study for today, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. As we see a crazy world all around us, and we consider preparing our house, we looked yesterday at preparing our house in the first part. Today, we look at preparing our house in the second part. Each one leads us to a different preparation. And today, as we look at the preparation, of becoming awareness so that no matter what happens on this planet, we are aware of your reality, Father. Our final verse for the day is Galatians 6, 7 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. And pay attention to the visuals. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, and you have time, go check out the YouTube video. We have some really cool visuals in the background. And this one has two cities, one above the other, both mirror images. And I want you to hold that in your heart as I read this verse. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows... This is the only, this, and this only is what he will reap. For one who sows to his flesh, and here's where it gets interesting, guys. For one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses, will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life so why two cities here 
Because that idea of duality that I've been talking about for a while now, we can sow into our flesh. And this specifically says sinful desires, disgraceful impulses, sinful capacity. But it also says worldliness. And our worldliness can be simply to turn on the TV and trust what we see, to search on Google and replace that with what God says. What if we went to God first? What if we looked inward and sowed with our spirit into his spirit first? and lived in a oneness rather than a duality. Let us not sow into the flesh. And keep that image in mind with the two cities, one above the other, one flipped on end. Which one do you want to live in? Do you want to live in the world? Or you do, do you want to live not of the world? I know for me, I want to live not of the world. So the questions for today, when faced with the end of the world or your idea of the world, are you aware and seeing the truth of the world, of the word in all things? So for me, am I aware and seeing truth of the word in all things? Thank you guys for understanding today. Sometimes I trip over my words as we do these literally live. These are not edited We go through and prep everything, and then we do a full run-through of these. So thank you for your understanding with this. Um, Today has been a long day, and so I've been tripping over my words because I've been talking all day. So are we aware and seeing the truth of the word of that divine expression in all things? Are we sowing into heavenly realms? Are we continually seeking pure awareness of God's Logon or divine expression. And for me, I'd like to answer yes to all of those, but sometimes it's hard. I completely get that. We turn on the TV, we hear the media, we look at a magazine, we talk to a friend or a family member. We immediately get sown what the world is sowing. Yet we're called to, and we have the opportunity to sow into heavenly realms, to sow from our spirit into his spirit. And imagine the reward with that. Not just when we pass on, but what we can exist in now. When we operate on a truly higher level and become pure awareness. I hope you've enjoyed today. Thank you for understanding when I trip over my words. Again, we do these every day, so I get a lot of talking in, and oftentimes it's late afternoon now, and I'm about to do another one of these uh, with another organization, and um, hopefully I won't trip over my words then. So thank you guys so much for supporting this ministry, for being here. If you have a passion for the Bible like I do, Uh, you're in the right place. And we're just here together to unpack this, to learn and to love together. So if you want to join, go over to www.mybible.works. You can join for free over there. We'd love to have you. There's a growing community of awesome individuals over there ready to help walk with you through your journey through the Bible. Until next time, I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. And I hope that you can become pure awareness.
Peace. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe, if you enjoyed that episode, be sure and hit that subscribe button. That's the best way you can support us here on the channel. If you love growing in love and finding out more about God in the heavenly realms, then head over to mybible.works and engage in our free community. Let's grow in truth together.